Well, good morning, good day, good evening. My name is Jill. This is Jill's Journals Out Loud, and today is Tuesday, somewhere very near the end of August, if not the last day. I'm not exactly sure, in 2022. And while the world is on fire, we are closing summer out and moving into what will probably be a crazier fall. So today I wanted to share some good news. Uh, I wanted to do some personal updates. Uh, I wanted to do some tidbits and a few other things I've got written down. So there's no overriding theme for today's podcast, but just kind of a checking in, catching up, house cleaning, that kind of stuff. And if I could do the drum roll, I would like to, because I am recording this, I think, uh, on my brand new laptop and my real audio editing software, which I haven't figured out yet, and I can't connect to the internet, so I can't watch the tutorial, so I'm desperately trying to figure out how to just record the audio, but for the first time in more years than I can count, three, four maybe, I have everything I need on one computer. Now, as we sit here, I'm surrounded by three computers, a printer, and various other sundry items as I try to consolidate, but I just wanted to shout out and say a great big heartfelt thank you to those of you who have, uh, for whatever reason, have kind of kicked it up a notch the last two months and donated extra money for supporting this technical upgrade process, which was just in time since uh, my computer is no longer wanting to work. It's doing something funny. I hope this will come through clear and we will see. But uh, I just cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate the tech advice that I got from Brian. I appreciate the uh, money I got from several of you. And uh, I really, really appreciate everybody who's hung in there with me through this painful kind of, uh, you know, duct tape model of <laughs> producing content uh, that I've been participating in, but I went ahead and popped for uh, video editing, audio editing, and uh, graphic photo editing, uh, and then I still have my other uh, little graphic program that I like to run. So I have uh, desktop stuff. I have everything on one system. Uh, I think I have enough uh, memory and speed to actually do a little bit of everything. Still not going to be able to produce great, big, beautiful documentary film, but we are flopping that in the someday, let me just get this part done category. So I just wanted to start with deep appreciation and gratitude for all of you who have kicked in and made this possible, along with a few other little necessary items, because as I'm sure you've all noticed, nothing is getting cheaper. I was thinking about eggs and the egg, I used to buy a box of eggs for $7, then it was 10, then it was 14. And the last time when I went two weeks ago, it was 18. And I was just trying to imagine what it's going to be this next time because uh, when I can remember it was $7, it's super depressing to think about how much it's going to cost. So life is not getting cheaper. So every little bit, I appreciate that you do because I know it's not getting cheaper or easier for you either. So that is my most important thing I'm going to say today is how much I appreciate all of you. So there will be a learning curve. Uh, I have no idea how to do most of this stuff. And 
unfortunately, the internet is still, I thought we had resolved it. And then I sat down here to watch a tutorial. And of course, it just crapped out and it's not working. So, but it will all work itself out. So starting with crazy amounts of gratitude as we move into a brand new month, which is September here, just around the corner, uh, and close out August, which has been for me just kind of running around with my hair on fire. I don't know about you. So uh, I just wanted to take that time then to, I've got my little notepad here, of all the different things I wanted to cover. And, uh, you know, at the same time as you, you know, watching the news, kind of wondering what's going to happen when and uh, what should I be focusing on. And so because of there's just so much that needs to be done in such a short amount of time, uh, I have been told you can download these MP3s uh, if you put it into a podcast uh, listener program. So if you have something that you can import the RSS feed into that podcast, uh, you know, where it collects different podcasts you like to listen to, you can actually download it. But uh, I want to explore that some more. And what I might be doing is just adding the MP3 files into the uh, subscriber uh, Saturday. Uh, so for those of you who want to download some of these, that you can, because uh, I listen to my audios over and over and even years later. And, you know, one of the things I haven't seen them offer in Substack is a way to download, but I need to investigate that a little bit further. So that is on one of my lists of things to do uh, and recommend that if, you know, times are quiet, it's always good to have something you can listen to <laughs> to pass the time while you are literally chopping wood and carrying water. Trust me, it gets old. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is uh, if you have not listened or left some unlistened to of that July 30-day countdown I did, uh, I put up a podcast every single day, and there's a lot of information in there that I tried to hit that wasn't part of the normal download uh, that we get when we listen to people talk about survival and getting ready and things like that. And I tried to label them so you'd know what you were getting into. So if you haven't listened to that or you've forgotten about it, it's a good time to go back. Uh, just skim through what you have uh, and have not listened to and think about maybe anything that are those little loose ends that need to be tied up. You know, I started that in July because in June, I was thinking about, you know, I needed to get my wood situation. So here I am almost into September and I still don't have one thing cut. I have the saw. I have theoretically some wood on its way from two different sources. And there's probably four different people who've talked about coming and cutting down our dead trees. But it's almost September and I have no Wood. So uh, that is, I am now all about wood and weeds because somehow I moved my trailer uh, a couple days or a week or so ago. And so I've been busy, you know, kind of redoing everything only to look on the ground and see that I have parked in a pack of thickets. I am surrounded by sharp objects. And we have had probably our last big monsoon rain two nights ago. So now I'm on a mission to get as much of that stuff uh, pulled up and cleaned out as possible because while I can wear boots, 
the puppy can't. So uh, I don't know how it is in your world, but in mine, we have a few really awesome, perfect weeks in September. If we're lucky, we get a nice October and then we're into the cold zone by November. So we are in that perfect window of weather where it's time to get anything outside done that needs to get done. So this is your friendly reminder that time is moving wildly quickly, but that's why I love podcasts. You can listen while you work. So that is a suggestion. Uh, I might also link one or two more podcasts that I like that might be pertinent for the future. I will let you know when you look in the show notes here. Uh, The next thing I wanted to cover is... All right, I'm trying to look at my notes here. Uh, You know, I know I kind of vacillate between uh, practical survival things and then great big abstract things. And uh, I left you in the last video kind of talking about a cliffhanger moment for me. And, you know, this has been a real thing. You know, I had a goal with the July uh, to end that with a reality check about what a grid down situation would be like, but more importantly, you know, what kinds of things that I need to get done, you know, in that month and then just be done with it. But the reality is, is it's never done. There's always more on the to-do list. And I was, you know, feeling the frustration and it reminded me that, you know, I started that with a plan and I actually walked away with a plan, which I touched on briefly, but you know, I'm not able to do anything unless I get some energy going. And so I started a different kind of eating program. It's been almost 30 days. And so I started that, you know, telling myself, if I can't do something and feel better, I don't know how I'm going to survive. I don't know how I can work because I don't have enough energy to both do all my survival lifestyle and work and you know take care of myself and so that has been my kind of cliffhanger moment and i really haven't come back and talked about you know how it's going because i'm still observing myself i have not had a miraculous healing you know like i was hoping i would see more significant improvement by this point it's been almost 30 days i am attempting to do what they call a carnivore diet, but basically it's animal products. uh, And the purpose I think is less about the animal products and more about uh, when you're like me and you have an autoimmune condition, there's things that are triggering problems. And so it's more of an elimination type of diet than anything. And while I have wildly slimmed down what I'm eating, Uh, There's some stuff that I'm still eating just because of the default process of all of this. It's a lot harder than I thought it would be. Uh, There's a lot more things I could eliminate. So I don't know if I haven't, you know, really recovered or feel as much better as I had hoped I would because I'm still eating things that are kind of setting me off or, you know, the older you get, the more broken your system is and the longer it can take to maybe heal that up a bit. So some people I've seen say they've talked about, you know, it's six weeks before they notice any significant energy changes. So that's two more weeks uh, and it could be 90 days. It takes 90 days for your body to fully convert to using ketones versus glucose as energy. But I will say, because I've had, you know, several people say, are you going to stick with it? Because I'm not, you know, bouncing off the walls yet. I, at this point, don't feel like I have a choice because I've tried everything else and nothing's worked and I can't 
keep going the way I've been going. But I'm starting to see some pretty interesting, small, subtle changes. So uh, I'll be talking about that more probably in the video portion of everything. But uh, I just wanted to give you an update. I do feel a lot better. Uh, I'm not, you know, I've talked a little bit about, you know, I have little periods where I feel joy now. Uh, I had no idea that that was missing in such great degree for me. Uh, now that I have something to contrast it to. So I've been having some conversations with people around some of the changes, but I haven't really felt like I've gotten far enough in all of this to uh, talk about it in a way where I can say, yeah, this is what's happening and this is really working and blah, blah, blah. Something's changing and it's definitely for the better, but I think I have a ways to go before I can really talk about it from a big picture way. But what I do know is, uh, you know, part of my July process was how am I going to move forward is, you know, I wanted an offline life, right? I wanted more than just an online life. And, and that is really, I think, going to center around how I'm choosing to eat now in terms of a more animal based diet. And, and so, you know, I've been playing around with some of the words and what I want that to look like and what role I want to play. And uh, so there's some up in the airness about that. Uh, and I don't want to go on a whole, you know, animal product uh, diatribe right now. But, you know, with the coming food shortages and the costs going up and access and things like that, everything's looking a bit tenuous. So I've been thinking, you know, very seriously about how I will navigate that in the future and uh, what role I want to play in that as an overall theme. So that's one of the big things I've been thinking about, you know, how to move forward. Uh, so I, that's just kind of an update. You know, I'm not bouncing off the walls, but I do feel significantly better. And so uh, in that respect, uh, I do feel good about it. So we're going to just keep putting along and see how it goes. <laughs> but for now, uh, I'm having enough positive reinforcement that I am going to continue with that. So that is an update on my cliffhanger. I'm still kind of dangling a little bit, but I feel like I'm getting a hand up. Uh, and so, you know, that leads me into more of an abstraction. I just wanted to give us all a reminder because I was thinking about, you know, how I started off this podcast, uh, you know, asking big questions like, do you want to survive? And what's difficult, you know, about these formats on YouTube and podcasts in particular is they're not linear. Most people don't start on the first one and then listen to them all in order and remember everything that we talked about. So it's not like a book where you can go back and reference what you have covered or what you want to go back and, and relook at. It's, you know, a lot of times you just stop in and it doesn't make a lot of sense. And so I've tried to do a better job of repeating, you know, what I'm doing uh, and, you know, I've also been trying to streamline what I'm doing in the sense that, you know, I started off, you know, 10 plus years ago and I've wandered around and, uh, you know, hit and miss and changed my mind and left and started again. And so it's been a really exhausting all over the place kind of experience. <laughs> but, you know, the one thing that always I come back to is, you know, I always had this question, like, can I survive? But I also, you know, wanted to know about the sacred and the spiritual and the meaning and the purpose. And, you know, those things overlap. And I think the more 
we get into this war footing, which is a very difficult word for a lot of people. And But the more intense things get, the more things break down into the simplest uh, things that are the most important, you know, basic survival and having a reason to get up in the morning. And, you know, at the end of the day, those are the main two things that I always have focused on, how to support those two processes. Uh, but I haven't been, you know, like a normal person where I've hit one drum and repeated it over and over and over again. But I was thinking about how, you know, I started all of this with the question here at Substack, you know, do you want to survive? Do, is it worth it getting through? Uh, and then that was my question. It wasn't, do I want to, but it, it's, can I, you know, and somewhere in that video program that I did, the grid down event, I shifted from being kind of disengaged about trying to live through this to really moving into a place where I want to fight. I want to really be a part of what's happening. And, you know, two things happened. One, you know, I realized that my nervous system is wired for fight and I haven't been in fight mode for many years. And that's the opposite of what I'm wired and built for. And so I've been doing myself a great disservice. Uh, the second thing was I got the new dog. And so while my old dog died, you know, he was a lot of limitation. He couldn't walk, you know, we couldn't walk. But with her, it's kind of a new reason to get up in the morning because she's going to have at least 10 more years plus, hopefully, where so she needs someone to take care of her. And if I'm going to commit to do that, then I have to commit to life itself. So I had a kind of radical shift in July that switched my kind of, yeah, well, we'll just see what happens attitude about the future to being pretty invested in creating a future that I wanted to be a part of. Uh, but when I started all this, you know, I was really interested in people like me, people who have a nervous system, what's what I called wired for danger. And that really means what is the default response to a dangerous situation? Do you freeze up? Do you run away? Or do you just run into it? You know, usually, you know, with, as they say, no good deed goes unpunished, you know, without any thought about the consequences. And so, the other side of that is the more important side, not how do we run into the danger. But for those of us who are like that, it screws us up. And I am interested in what does it take to become functional, to not be desperate all the time, to not be tired all the time, to not be burned out because you can never turn the push, push, push off. And while I haven't had a lot of external pushing in the sense of uh, crises, there's the non never ending stopping pushing about survival itself. And I'm just desperate to find a way to make peace with that because it's unsustainable to be in push mode all the time. And my theory that I haven't really, you know, done much with, but will hopefully soon is that in the same way that we are wired to run into danger, what we need to heal, to recover, and to restore ourselves, rejuvenate ourselves, is very specific to whatever our default or primary nervous system response is. Now, I haven't been able to find any research or literature to support any of that. So this is like new territory. But I've had my fingers in all these things for so long uh, I can see the patterns, I can see the information, and that is my purpose here, is how do I start pulling that together 
specifically for those of us who are, as I say, wired for danger, which doesn't mean other people won't benefit, but that sort of takes me into the next version of this conversation is uh, how to move forward though with the language that matches the intention which I have completely failed at for the last, I don't know how many years now. And, you know, I, I talk about masculine and feminine, a little here, a little there. And uh, one of the things that I haven't been able to break the habit of is using masculine key words like survival and war and, uh, you know, big things that are... Uh, they just don't, they don't track for the feminine ear. It doesn't mean that as women, we're not interested in those things, but they don't resonate for most women in the same way they resonate for more men. And they also don't do anything to help me in the world of the algorithm. And so one of my commitments is not to really change what I'm talking about, but to use very different language. And so uh, I have had these thoughts for a long time. I've been struggling to put them into practice because it's not my natural language and I've been fighting it, but I cannot move forward uh, to find the people I'm looking for if I don't change the language because while I've been really lucky to find you who are here, uh, I'm missing out on a lot because I can't get to the people who are searching for the words that I haven't been using, even though the message might be there. So you're going to, hopefully I will be able to do this, start to see a change in the language, but the content probably won't change a whole lot. Now the catch to that is I've noticed that when I use the old language or fear language or language that points to somebody to blame out in the world for all the problems. There's way more views on videos and podcasts than if I use any language that's not kind of shocking or that doesn't externalize the problem. When I use language that speaks to any whiff of personal responsibility, then I see my responses go way down. And so that just, I think, speaks to the overall problem that, you know, I've had. And as a social worker, as a therapist, and as trying to do this kind of thing is that we like focusing on things that we don't have to take responsibility for with the exception of a few crazy people like me who like to do the process work internally. We like to do the hard thing. We like to uh, dig in and see where maybe we can change. But most people don't want to do that. So, uh, you know, I've been doing this uphill thing with these words and podcasts and videos for a long, long time, but I've kind of accepted that I'm never going to stop because this is who I am and this is what I'm interested in. I'm not interested in, you know, with women, the key words are, you know, makeup and weight loss and anything about how you look. And, you know, that stuff just doesn't interest me enough to focus on. And even if I made videos about that, you know, my heart wouldn't be in it. So I'm playing around with new words, but I am going to let you know that my goal is to start using new words to try to find more women 
who have the same kind of wiring because it's just such a different conversation. You know, how I want all this to move forward. Uh, I really feel like, you know, I've said many, many times, you know, that men need to take more action and women, especially older women, need to step back. And they're just two radically different directions. And while the, the information applies to everybody in the nervous system arena, the conversation may not resonate, you know, with men as much as we move forward in the future. And so, you know, I'm not saying you can't listen. I'm just saying I'm trying to get specific about who I'm talking to and why I'm talking to you. And I've been nervous. You know, I've been extremely hesitant because, you know, I have a little core base and you guys are awesome. And I need to, you know, do my own growing up, like I talked about last time. And uh, move forward. And so uh, for the first time in, like I said, maybe three, four years, I have the technology, hopefully, we'll see if we can make it work. <laughs> in theory, I have what I need to actually run a business. You know, if you guys could see how I have to jack around with all this stuff and it breaks and, it, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's been a nightmare. And so it's been extremely discouraging because it's just, you know, it's a Herculean effort to just do one tiny thing. And so I've just been really doing the bare minimum because even that takes me three times as long. So I am very hopeful and very excited that, you know, all these things are going to come together right now that uh, in time for the Internet to go down. Right. Hopefully, you know, that won't happen and we can stay connected. And, uh, you know, I need some connection to the outside world. I don't really want to be in a world where I'm just literally, you know, in my own head all by myself all the time. So I love electricity. I love the Internet. I love the technology to do these things. So I pray every day that this continues and I am, you know, just very aware that the moment I'm finally getting all those random pieces pulled together is also the moment it all might just disappear in a blink of an eye. So like you, I have no idea what the future holds, but I'm charging on like we will be still here in one way or another, uh, connected at some level, at least for a while. I mean, there may be a day when the sun goes boom thing happens, but until then, I'm hoping that that we'll still be here some way connected. And this is my hope to move forward together uh, to be part of the fight. And the fight for me isn't against what I don't want. The fight for me is to fight for what life is and what strength really is as a man and a woman and what love is and what health and healing are and what it means to feel powerful by taking personal responsibility and to be a source of light in the world and to not do good, you know, so people can pat you on the back, but to just to be part of the energy that's moving human and civilization in the world forward in a positive way to not just observe, but to participate, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through education, whether it's through growing food, just every little tiny thought, feeling, and action count. And, you know, the great mistake is thinking there's any such thing as a thought or feeling or an action that don't count. They all count. And there's just no way we can ever know what the impact will be. I was looking at my phone because it froze up 
And so I had to restart it and the, the picture came up and I had used it as a, a, a picture, I think, for Patreon. But it's the picture of a lion, which I kind of altered a little bit. So it's really graphic and intense. And to me, it's really beautiful. So I use it for my cell phone, you know, screensaver as a reminder, you know, to hold on to the lion energy. And then I started to think, you know, I don't, this lion didn't know that somebody took a picture of it. Somebody took a picture and put it online and said, you know, you can use this for free because, uh, you know, I'm trying to make a name for myself, right, as a photographer. And this is part of, you know, the way I'm doing it. And so I can use it and then I can add my graphic ability to it and I can create something uh, with it. Uh, and then I look at it, you know, I, I did it to share with you, but now I look at it and I have my own energy I draw from it. It's my own message. And, you know, and it's all intertwined with a thousand times a thousand little tiny steps. You know, somebody had to find the lion and take the picture and the lion has its own life and it doesn't know anything about pictures or graphics or phones. But that lion impacts me every single day by reminding me of who I want to be in this world. And I'm just really grateful to the lion and to the person who took the picture and to the person who built the software that allowed it to go online and the program online that allows those pictures to be shared and all the technology I have now that I can download and I can do graphic design and then I can upload and I can share. And I just love that part of creativity and life that intertwines and intersects and becomes a force for good because you can do all that same stuff and make things not be so good. But I just wanted to share that, what I had with the lion. It's just something so tiny and simple, but there's so many points of connection that are positive. And so never underestimate every thought, every feeling, every action, no matter how microscopic or tiny or unknown it may be, you never know how it's going to create change, create joy, create something new and unnamed. You just don't know. And that's how we really walk in faith, whatever belief system that we have. Uh, and that's what we're doing here. So uh, that's kind of my just ramble update. I, you know, I had a different plan for today, but as always, I am behind schedule because uh, there's just always more to do. <laughs> the whole fantasy. I seem to have a memory of being able to live in a house and just flicking a switch and turning on a faucet. I don't remember things taking so long and being so hard every damn day. But this is the life I've chosen, and it has a consequence to it. <laughs> Something's whirring. I wonder if that's my computer. I think it is. So we're going to wrap that up. Uh, I'm going to say thank you so much. I'm also, if you're still here, I'm just going to remind you. Uh, I canceled my Patreon, but I have no idea if it's canceled. It keeps changing its mind and doing different things. So uh nobody should be billed for Patreon in the next month, but if you're worried about it, you should just, you know, see if you can go in and make sure you cancel anything you've got going for me. Uh, because I can't tell. It keeps changing pages and changing its mind. So 
that's the little last bit piece about that. So this is the end of August. It's almost the end of summer. And I just want to say how grateful I am to all of you who have been here with me and uh, all that you've done. And I'm excited about the future. And I'm really excited that I might actually be able to create content in a way that makes me happy. Time will tell. Fingers crossed. Deep breath. And here we go.